the last place I detected them was on sub-level 10 of the library, which is as far as I am able to detect at the moment. Wait, how many sub-levels are there? There are 20 sub-levels of the library. You find yourself on the 10th floor. The 10th sub-floor of this library. And then she's going to cast Featherfall um, on all of us, which means we should be able to, like, step off the edge and float down to the bottom. And what emerges from this pile is an enormous scorpion made of books. Nat 20, baby! (laughs) Oh, damn! That is gonna be insane. Flames erupt from within it and it collapses. You find yourself in sub-level 19 of this library. And now we continue. Do you hear the voices? Ooh, do I? (laughs) Meredith goes over to join him and listens for a bit. Does she hear the voices? So with the like your conversation kind of stopping and the room becoming quiet, you do hear this this these whispering voices start to echo through not so much the room, but your very, like, conscious mind. Mm. The, these whispering voices, and it's, it's difficult to pick out individual things. Mm-hmm. But if I can get you to make a perception check for me, please. Oh, I got a 10. 24. And uh, 20 not nap. No, 19. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So um Meredith's internal monologue is too too loud. She can't hear it. <laughs> she can't, she can't, she can't. She's trying to listen to all of all of the voices all at once, but Harold and Potentia are able to, to separate them enough. Yes, well that's not disturbing at all. Hmm. Okay. You don't hear this. They've, I know. They've they've released the words. The library is in chaos. I'm hearing. Does anyone else hear that? We no. need Bonin now. Mm. I agree. I think. Um, I think. I think we should get there as quickly as possible. Can Can I determine where like this? Like I know that you said that it's just in my head, but is it something that I can determine a direction from? Does that make sense? It sounds like it's coming from all directions at once. Um, okay. It's it's coming from the the air itself here in this library. Okay. 
Never mind then. It's all good. Uh, act, but with I'll give um, Harold with your excellent perception roll. Out of the oh, like what? the very periphery of your of your eyes, you think you saw floating text. Mm. Like like letters and and symbols, just just on your periphery. Hmm. Does anybody else notice the? Um, it looks like f- floating text, like some kind of equation or spell, perhaps. No, I didn't see anything. Could you pick out the words? No, you couldn't. Not no. I I kind of. Noticed it out of my periphery, but it seems to escape me now. Um, perhaps like there's some kind of enchantment, or or maybe mm. you know they, they the vo- those voices says they released the words. Perhaps they have taken some kind of corporeal form or something. Who knows? But maybe they mean it literally, and the words yes. are now floating around somewhere. Yes, but they they definitely seem to be having some kind of effect on on this library. So. Mm. I feel like whatever's happening to Bonin, we, we need to yes, find out quickly. I think, and I think Potentia's right. We need to go and find Bonin. Let's keep going. Okay. As you make your way down the stairs, you hear a voice coming from the, the, the level coming from the level beneath you. And it sounds like you're hearing half of a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harold, as usual, hears it first. And it's, yes, I'm going as fast as I can. No, leave me alone. I'm trying to. It's not a voice you recognize. Hmm. I I sort of whisper, there's somebody down here. Okay, can we stealth it? How long has it been since the conjuring of the squid, Ben, at this point? <laughs> uh, it, it will have been... We had to dig through the thing, right? Had to dig through yeah. the thing. You spent some time in the. It's been about an hour. Yeah. All right, we'll say we'll say at this point, um, the uh, Orion sort of um, evaporates in like a, a sparkle of stars, like stars, and just sort of with mm-hmm. mm, kind of just floats away. Okay. Oh, I really liked him. I'm sure we'll yes, see I'm him quite again. fond of him. Mm. Yes. Um. All right. Let's be quiet. Stealth seventeen. Uh, eleven. Nine. Uh. <laughs> um, and Gore? Gore a seventeen. <laughs> God cool. damn. Hey, 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 hey <laughs> stealthy, hey, hey giant here. stealthy buddy. How you do- no, he and I got the same. <laughs> the two of us are just like the tallest people being like... <laughs> and this, uh, and this I knew I should have prepared Pass Without Trace. when you rely on dice. <laughs> Um, so as you make your way down the stairs a little bit more, um, this voice you hear, what? I don't hear anyone. The stairs. And there's no more conversation. Okay. Um, who, hears, who hears that? Or who does, Or do we all hear that? Uh, that was just Harold. I, I kind of motion to stop, you know, like stick my hand up uh-huh. and sort of, and say... I think they heard us coming. Just be very careful. All right. Should we get Gore to go in first? Yes. Gore will rush in. Surprise the one. All right. Uh, he, with that, he will like draw his axe and, and charge down the stairs. 
And Meredith I'm is like, ah, ah. I uh. will follow. Okay. Not quite as back, exuberantly. Um, so this level that you have reached is very um, Spartan in its decoration. Mm. It's mm-hmm. mostly empty with only a few bookcases um, at the, the far end of the room and a few lining the edges. The center of this room is engraved in a magical circle of some kind. And leaning over a table is a male tabaxi with grey fur. What's a tabaxi? A cat person. Cat person. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Think, so in fact, Joe, think about Cats, the movie, that. So we're talking like Skyrim. Uh, yeah, like Khajiit. Yeah, yes. nice. Khajiit. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah, less so moon sugar. Well, actually, I'm not, mm-hmm. not quite sure the lore of D&D. They, they may actually have the moon sugar analog but anyway it depends uh, and they are they are wearing robes they have a full face mask that covers their face which is in the shape of one of those greek grinning drama masks mm-hmm. and they are pouring over a number of books which they've laid out over this table standing next to them is a very burly sized humanoid thing it's doesn't have a face it is nondescript Mm -hmm. it looks to be made out of some kind of clay-like material oh it's a golem okay one of its arms is being chopped off though okay Mm. and at the stump is a silver material um which you can see inside of itself the arm is is laying kind of on the the floor nearby and you can see propped up against some bookshelves laying unconscious is Bonin Nora and Michael they are bound and unconscious okay mm-hmm. um great good so fine uh, Gore <laughs> went rushing in right mm-hmm has yeah. Gore been noticed? Definitely. All right, so <laughs> while Gore is distracting everybody, can I make another stealth check and see if I can stealth my way around to the three tied-up people? It would be a very high check because there's not a lot of cover. Uh, but you can make you can attempt the check if you want to. So Gore, Gore has drawn all the attention. Okay. But you can make a stealth. I'll, I'll, I'll say you can make it with disadvantage, actually. With disadvantage? How far away from us are they? The door, are they? They are on the other side of the room. They would be. Hang on, let me do some trigonometry for a second in my head. The square of the hypotenuse. Uh, I would. I would say if you ran in a straight line, they'd be sixty feet away from you. Okay. How high is the ceiling? That's all I needed to know. All right, I'm going to roll for with disadvantage for stealth. Do you say how high is the ceiling? Yeah, it's quite important actually. Uh, This is. Are you going to do the 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 beamy thing? Another twenty foot high ceiling. (laughs) I got a seven, by the way, Ben. Good. Yeah, okay. not stealthy. No. All right. Are we are we rolling initiative? Is that what is that what's happening? Yes. Or? Are we are we going into combat? Is that what's happening? Um, I mean, if ha- if no, if, if, running in, if if no one has happening, no one has aggressed no yet. I'm yeah. willing yeah. to talk. Talking can happen. Great. 
Um, so did they, did we they... may also have to talk a, a an orc down. Well, no. I um, Gors, Gors, so... Gors, so... no, Gors human. Ah! He's oh right. my goodness! So, he's a human. So Gors okay. has gone running in. Has I made he, assumptions. I'm sorry. Is he running towards them, or is he kind of he, stopped? He's he's running, and he's he got twenty feet into the room, uh, yeah. and has stopped. He's like eyeing off this this golem, and he is like his eyes are darting back and forward between the golem, this tabaxi, and the three unconscious tied up people. Another tabaxi looking in our direction now, because I, I would if, if if Gore has gone twenty feet into the room, I would be in the doorway. I imagine. Yeah, this this tabaxi isn't paying you any attention at all. He is flicking through these books with with as much speed as he can manage. All right, then I will say, um, oh, hello there. Um, I'm staying in the shadows in the doorway behind Harold, but in the shadows, so you can't. Hmm. Interesting scene to uh, walk into here. You seem to have my friends in a bit of a bind, it seems. Um, who are you, if you don't mind my asking? They they seem to respond, but not to you. To to almost as if to someone else. They like look over their shoulder. No, I don't have time. I'm looking for it still. Shut up. And he goes back to the book. Mm-hmm. All right, I will. Um, I will. I will wander over to Gore, and say, um, um, you know, I'm. I don't even know if they really know we're here. Let's go take a closer look. And not stealthily, I will just, you know, wander up to the table. Yeah, Meredith is going to do the same and she's actually just going to walk over uh, to the three. Once you get a third of the way into this room, okay, yeah. um, the tabaxi is going to look up at you. All yeah, right. don't, don't come any closer. Mm-hmm. Why not, friend? I'll, I'll sick the golem onto you. Mm. Can I, from my spot in the doorway, without, like... I'm not putting myself in main line of sight. I just want to mess it because I can tell that the tabaxi is talking to something that I can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, can I point my finger in that in or sort of grab onto the necklace around my neck and message the tabaxi um, just with we're here, like what's basically a what's going on? We're here, like what's going on? What did you do to them? Because I can see the other three. Okay. Um, mm. and I've left it open so that they can respond to message. Yeah, because they can respond. You you two can't hear it, but they can respond straight back to me. It's like mind melding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. Like I love message. If that was really a thing, yes. I love message so much. Please make for me an intelligent saving throw. Wow. Okay. Uh, twenty. Not nat. Okay. What you get back is a screech so loud you take five points of psychic damage. Oof. Okay. Um, Meredith kind of holds up both hands to show that she's unarmed and doesn't want any trouble. And she just kind of looks at the uh, tabaxi and says... I'm, we don't want any trouble. I'm a healer. I just want to go and make sure that my friends are okay. Can I do that, please? This tabaxi looks at you and uh, its eyes shine behind the mask for a moment. No, I... No, you can't. 
I, I, Why I have not? Work to, I have work to do and you can't disturb me. I won't disturb you. I'm just going to go behind you and I'm just going to go. Your golem can watch me at all times. I just need to make sure that my friends are okay. He looks back behind you. No, I don't. I don't want to. Hmm. Fine. He turns to the golem. Get rid of them. And it animates. In response, okay. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on the tabaxi. Okay. So what does Fairy Fire do, for those who don't know? Each object in a 20-foot cube within the range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Mm-hmm. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails mm. a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot mm-hmm. radius. Okay. Awesome. So basically anything that is invisible mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. will become outlined in light, even if not necessarily visible awesome. conventionally. Yeah. Okay. Um, dexterity saving throw, was it? That's, um, yeah, so if they fail the saving throw, uh, yes, so a creature must uh, beat a 13 DC save. Uh, I think the golem gets to make a check as well, but it's not going to do well because it's a golem. Uh, yeah. No, they both fail the save. The, the tabaxi and the golem fail the save, and there is nothing else illuminated. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's roll initiatives. Hey, Joe here. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd love it if you could rate and review the podcast on your app of choice. While you're at it, why not recommend the show to a friend? It really helps us spread the word about the show. If you want to learn more about the world of Dungeons and Doctorates or submit questions and messages, check out dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. And now, back to the action. 15. Uh, 21. Wow. Uh, six. <laughs> Thank goodness you cast that before initiative rolls. Right. Yeah, How far from me are the three? Uh, they are 60 feet. Can I just check? You said it's a stone golem? Is that what you said? Clay? I missed what you said. It looks like clay, except its interior appears to be silver. That's okay. That's It's just... It, it's not important. Okay. <laughs> kind of important. <laughs> Something about inorganic materials. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Meredith is up first. All right. Um, how far away am I from the golem? I'm pretty uh, close, right? Well, you walked into the room. You would be forty feet away from it. Oh. Okay. Um. I'm gonna make a run for the wall so I can kind of. Um. Man, I really need a ranged weapon. Crossbows are your friend. Crossbows I know. Are... I need a crossbow. I thought about it yesterday, and like, when hang we on. Were doing don't you shopping. have? Do you have any ranged spells? Range I do, spells. but they're all um, getting other people. Um, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Bonin. So that's a sixty foot range. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's one d four plus three, and I'm going to do level one. Can you do that as a bonus action? Uh, yes. So that means you could do something else and then do that, just for reference. Okay, I'm going to move off to the side so I'm kind of out of the... Out um, of the, the line of fire, the so to speak. Yeah, line of fire. And then I'm going to cast Healing Word on Bonin. Okay. Yeah, I think I might need to take another look at my spells. But anyway, I, we can do I that think later. after this adventure, you might be levelling up. Ooh! Okay. Oh, that's a four plus three is seven. So Bonin takes, uh, gets seven healing points. 
because I kind of want him to wake up. Um, so with seven HP, Bonin will groggily wake up and yes. wriggle for a moment, that he, realizing that he's tied up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks up, it sees you all in the room, sees the golem. Watch out, that golem is made of something strange. Gore is up next. Is he getting rolled into initiative, by the way, Bonin? Yes, I'll roll his initiative. Gore is going to rage and charge with his axe. Uh, he gets right up next to it, uh, but cannot attack this round because of distances. It's right up in its face. Potentia, because you are looking at this golem quite um, with interest, can you please roll me a perception check? Uh, is uh, 20 not nat. Okay, so you notice that this golem uh, has scratches and like nicks taken out of it. Um, yeah. Besides it's missing the obvious an arm too, right? It's missing an arm, yeah. yes. Um, and yeah. it appears to be silver on the inside, but that silver is being coated slowly with a, a layer of white dust, it appears to be. Mm. I, I I may even use the word, it's oxidizing. What? Oxidizing, yeah. I thought you might be saying that. Yes. Okay. Into this. Right. Still fine for what I want to do, but still... Okay, how much space is there between the tabaxi and the golem? Uh, they're about 20 feet apart. Mm, okay. It's a 10-foot radius. Oh, it's a 10-foot radius sphere. So, Oh, you have advantage, by the way, a... because of the fairy fire, I should mention. Yeah. That's uh, not going to matter on this, because it's there. Um, they do saving throws if I do this. Could I theoretically put something that is has a 10-foot radius sphere in between the two of them and hit both of them? Yes, you can. Great. I'm going to cast Shatter Mm -hmm. and put it at the point between the two of them, um, which creates a sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of my choice within range, which is 60 feet, which I am within. Um, Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centred on that point must make a constitution saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material, such as stone, crystal, or metal, has disadvantage on yes. this saving <laughs> Very nice. Okay. So I'm going to make some checks then. What, what check was it? Uh, constitution, and constitution. it's a 12, which is not great. So but... disadvantage for the golem. Disadvantage for the golem. Its first roll was a nat 20. So its disadvantage roll uh, is going to be a 17. Damn. Okay, well, it still takes... You avoided the the nat 20. That's good. Uh, The the tabaxi... The tabaxi? Ugh. Four. So the tabaxi takes all of the 3d8. So this one's for the... Oh, do you want me to just roll it once for both, or do you want me to roll... Um, Once for both is fine. One lot for each. Uh, is 14 points for the tabaxi, 7 for the, the golem. golem. But just describe it, describe it, describe how the attack hits. Everyone else probably notices it, I think. Hang on, let me check. Oh, is there any non-magical object uh, in the spells area? Because uh, yes. non-magical ob- objects within that area take that damage as well, that are not being worn or carried. The table... Um... There's a bunch of things that is going to be, like, shattered by this, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's like, you know that... It, imagine someone just explodes with rage out of nowhere. 
that's the sound that you hear. Is the book going to be shattered? Because I think that's going to make him a bit mad. Don't care. Mm. You stabbed into my brain. It's fair. Like, no. Or someone. Yeah. Or someone. You, yes. read the only people I can see. Mm. Mm. All right, so the golem will take double damage from the, the shatter spell. So half damage doubled. <laughs> Good. So it still takes 14. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, and Ben, technically, if there's anything, like, basically, it's any creature that's in that area. So if there's anything I can't see that happens to be in that 10-foot circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I hear you. It also takes more. I, I definitely hear you. Um, I know you do. That tabaxi, uh, the, the mask that they're wearing is cracked, and you can see more of their face now. Uh, which they are grimacing at the, the, the hit they've just taken. They mm. look pretty wounded, actually. Uh, the table has got cracks running all the way through it from the point of impact. Uh, and the, some of those books um, also have been, have been damaged. But some of those books remain completely intact, unaffected. Mm. Interesting. The golem doesn't really That's react because it's a golem. I then leg it across to where like towards along the wall mm-hmm. where towards where Bone and Nora and Michael are but I have used my action so I can only go 30 feet 30 feet okay along but like around not not straight across around alright you're going along. I'm going along the circumference Ben I'm going along the circumference so circumference so much mm-hmm. Tabaxi's turn they've just taken a pretty sizable hit level 2 spells baby realising that Potentia is very dangerous in this room uh, this tabaxi is going to outstretch its its hand towards you, uh, and a beam of crackling energy is going to streak towards you. What do I have to do? I'm making a range attack against you. Uh, does a 13 hit? Nope, because I have mage armor, which makes my, D- my yes. AC 16. That's why she casts it in the morning. <laughs> so this, this crackling beam of energy strikes the wall behind you. Um, leaving a an arcane scorch mark. I like whip my head to see where it hits, and then whip my head back, like and just how gl- dare like, you in that sort of how that dare almost you? Hit me. Like, you tried to hit me. <laughs> how very, very inconsiderate. Uh, and he's going to use the rest of his turn to 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 search through these books for whatever he's looking for. Okay, Harold. Uh, Great. I. How far away am I from? the table etc so you are 60 feet from the table all right i would like to move my full movement 30 feet towards the table Mm -hmm. uh uh, and i want to use my my free action to say listen you're you're out you're outnumbered here you know why don't we talk about this uh he doesn't respond great and then i will (laughs) uh i will use thorn whip Mm mm-hmm which has advantage because of the fairy fire, and I get a 21 to hit. Yep, that hits. It's five points of piercing damage, and the tabaxi is pulled 10 feet towards me away from the table by the whip. Nice. Okay, so you, you pull him like over the table. He goes tumbling. Does well, he no, to I mean, resist that? No, because the spell hits. Okay. He is, he is grappled and, well- So he's, he's pulled, pulled away from his books? Yes. Pulled from do, his you, do, you, do you pull the whole table as well, or do you pull him over the table? Um, 
Yeah, I pull him over the table. I mean, it, it's 10 yeah. feet of movement, so he's... Yeah, so you pull him over the yeah. table. Okay. Great. Yep. Uh, so he's no longer with those books. Um, Bonin's turn. He is going to attempt to free himself from these bindings. Uh, he struggles against them, but they hold. The golem's turn. Given that Gore is directly in front of it, it is going to slash down at Gore, its fist turning into a blade as it brings it down. Uh, the first one hits Gore. Ooh. The second attack does not, though. So the first attack comes in, the second attack misses. Gore is going to take... Ooh. 16 points of slashing damage. Ooh. All right. Um, and... Stay away from the stabby thing. As, as Gore's uh, blood coats this creature's uh, blade, it sizzles and pops... Mm-hmm. I'm mad now. Like, I'm actually... Like, before, I was annoyed because they basically stabbed me in the brain. Now I'm pissed. Meredith. Okie dokie. How far away am I from Bonin? Uh, you, you've you ran straight to him, so he's basically right in front of you. Okay, cool. So, I am going to um, bend down, take out my dagger, and cut the bonds. Okay. Yeah, that's my action. Um, and Thank- I, as I do mm, that, Thank you. Gonna, like... Bonin, what's going on? Who are these guys? Ex- explanations later. Okay. Um, and then she kind of turns towards Gore and casts Healing Word as uh, a so bonus action. Roll your Healing Word. Okay. Uh, that is a four plus three, um, so he gets seven hit points back. Okay. Gore's turn. Gore is mad. Gore is enraged. Gore is a <laughs> barbarian. Yes. <laughs> Gore, is, Gore is hitting things. <laughs> Gore's gonna do some hitting. Oh, that's a that's a good hit from Gore with his yes. with his magic axe that he has. Gore does sixteen points of damage. Good, that's payback. As it uh, strikes, he leaves a, a chunk open that is silver and begins to oxidize to white. Uh, Potentia. By looking at it. Mm-hmm. How smart do I think this golem is? You know that golems aren't the most intelligent creatures. Um, in that case, how far am I from... I'm worried that if I do the thing that I want to do, I'm going to break your... Time. Are they restrained? No, they're not. So they're, they're, they're physically moved, Perfect. but they're not grappled or restrained. Well, in that case, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to firebolt at the tabaxi. Please and thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, from where I am. Roll to hit the tabaxi. If it ain't because broken... That is 19, 15 plus 4. Yeah, that's a hit. Is a 9. Oh. <laughs> is a 9. You can't get much better than 1d10 on a cantrip. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Smacking that tabaxi for 9 damage. Yeah. And then I'm going to keep legging it around to... Um, staying around the circumference of the room towards the now unbound bone and butt to check in on Nora and... Michael. Okay. Mm. Because more bodies in the fight is better for us at this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tabaxi is going to run back to the table and scoop up as many books as he can, yelling at the golem, get us out of here, and running into behind the table into behind one of the, where the bookshelves is, so you can't currently see him. You know where he is, you just can't currently see him. I don't like the us. I don't like the us. Harold. Right. Um... Okay, given I heard what I just heard, uh, I will... 
produce the constellation orb again and mm-hmm. spin it around. And as I flick it towards the uh, towards the golem, a bright beam of just what looks like pure starlight um, flies out with a 24 to hit. That hits. And does 11 points of radiant damage to the golem. Whoa. And now the next attack against it has advantage. All right. Uh, that next attack is going to bonin, come bonin, from Bonin. Bonin, 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 <laughs> Bonin is going to charge at the golem. <laughs> oh, <and> damn. <laughs> punch it. I mean, he, he is seven for Dragonborn. He are going to charge. Yeah. <laughs> he pierced. <laughs> he been tied up in a corner. He not happy, Jack. Uh, he hits it, but only does five points of damage. I'd say only. He punched it for five points of damage. Uh, but the golem That's does not appear to be phased by that attack. No, um, I don't imagine it is. <laughs> no. Uh, the golem is going to turn and run towards where the tabaxi has gone. So getting attacks opportunity from Gore and Bonin. Bonin swings at it, misses with his fist. Gore swinging with his axe. Oh, misses as it turns. Uh, it runs uh, behind the shelf. It's thunderous footsteps. Like. And then strangely, when it gets behind the bookshelf, those steps disappear. Mm. Meredith. Okay, Meredith is going to um, cast mm-hmm. Cure Wounds on Nora. So that's a touch attack. Yep. A touch attack. No, it's a touch thing. Um, and I get to roll 1d8 plus 3. <laughs> That's a 1. So that she gets 4 points, uh, four hit points back. Um, she she startles awake. Michael, look out! Um, and I look at her and I'm like, it's okay, it's all right. And then I cut her um, her bonds with the dagger. Gore uh, chases after this where this golem and tabaxi have gone. And when he gets to the bookshelf, he stops, uh, seemingly stunned by what he sees. He looks back at the, at the group. They're gone. I was afraid you were going to say that. What? How? Okay. Um, are we out of combat or are we... We are out of combat. Bonin slams his fist on the table. All right. All right. So okay. the the first thing that I want to do, um, having seen those books, having seen those books that the tabaxi is carrying, uh, I would like to cast Locate Object on one of those books. Okay which is a second level spell. Um, if the object mm-hmm. is within a thousand feet, I can sense the direction of the object's location. And if it's in motion, I know the direction of the movement of that object. Your spell fails. You cannot ah. locate to that object. Ah. Oh. Yeah, they're well gone. Mm. They took the books. Well, or they've shifted. Yeah. Damn. Um, Gore runs over to Michael pouring a health potion into his mouth mm. and and loosening his bonds. Gore helps Michael to his feet. He's got blood coming down his, like from a cut in his head and he's like shaking himself. Does Michael still look a bit rough? Uh, Michael looks like he only now... With a healing potion only, down his guts. Yeah, Michael now has had a healing potion um, to revive him, but mm. he was not looking well. Okay, Meredith is going to go over and like check on him. Is everybody okay? Make uh, sure his head wound is not bleeding. Uh, Look around. I'm like 50% okay. <laughs> All right. Point. Come over here. 
but Nora is going to kind of just like, well, I did you get Gloop's message? We sure did. It's a good thing you oh, sent well, it too. I didn't send. I did give Gloop a list of people I think would be helpful in a crisis. I'm sorry. Mm. I don't think we've actually officially met. I'm Nora. Oh no, we haven't, have we? I'm Meredith. Hi. Potentius told me a lot about you. I just, I just look. No, no. I just look at Laura and shake my Nora and just shake my head like, no, I haven't actually told them anything about you because I'm not stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, the first rule of Enigma Society is you don't talk about Enigma Society. Yeah. <laughs> but like. While this conversation's been happening, I just put a, sh- a hand on uh, Potentia's shoulder and heal uh, nine points. Tap. That, that takes me back to full, so that's dope. Thank you. Hey, it's Ben, your friendly Dungeons & Doctorates DM. Hope you're enjoying this episode, reminding you to follow us on Dungeons & Doctorates on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you're talking about the show we have a few personal messages here to be read out Uh, this first one is being read out by joe so i'll pass it over to her this one is from dorian tomello to the tune of the pina colada song if you like searching for a snake baby getting caught in the rain if you're not into fountains and throwing coins down the drain come and set sail on it and befriend a squirrel on the way They didn't give me any more words Da-da-da-da-da-day Nailed it. Thanks, Joe. I will pass on this next message being read out by Ross. This message is brought to you from Wilfred Scroll Sanctorium, two students of Firmasters University. Need some spells to fight off trolls or track down some pesky gnolls? We've got you covered with our magic scrolls. Or perhaps you're just a fan of our famous Goodbury Jam rolls. Wilfred Scrolls offers the finest in portable enchantments and spells in the region at reasonable prices for all. Why wait? Take a stroll for some scrolls. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, if you would like your own personal message read out on the show, you can submit them via the link in our link tree, which you can find on all our social media want to remind you to rate and review and tell your friends about the show it's the only way that people find the show if you love the show tell your friends thanks again for listening to the show the next episode comes out on the 15th of october so keep an eye out then let's get back to the episode the group takes a moment to to gather themselves after uh, a fight um there's still also that golem's arm laying in the room. Mm-hmm. Can I go over to that? Um, given we're all kind of taking a minute to pull ourselves together, mm-hmm. I assume we're not likely to be moving for a bit while Harold tries to work out directions of things and so on. I'm going to do another round of ritualistic detect magic on the golem's arm because it was doing weird... Oh, what I, the player, know to be oxidation, but I, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I potentially do not. Um, So what you detect from this golem after some time um, is that it is just the the magic you would use to animate this golem. There is nothing particularly special about the the magic. It's potentially made of an unusual material, 
which is what is mm-hmm. uh, causing this unusual reaction. Can I then walk over to where I think they disappeared from and see if I can sense any form of magical and type of magic? Uh, that might so have... we'll we'll get to that in a second because your ritual takes some time. So we'll jump to the other players while yeah, you do your no, ritual. but like more in terms of I'll do that and then I'll do that yeah, and then you yeah. can leave me for a bit doing my thing. So yeah, while while we're all down here, I I look over at um, Bonin and Nora, and I say, um, so um, do you, do you know what what what's going on here? Why why did this uh, why did this fellow come down here and uh, get the better of you? I guess. Uh, Nora and Michael, kind of look at Bonin. They are here because I requested them. The index, Gloop, he detected something unusual in the lower levels, so I requested their assistance. And I am sure if you have gotten here, you have seen some unusual things along the way. That is an understatement, yes. A little bit. Um, do you know what they were looking for? Um, it seemed like there were some very specific books missing from uh, the, the, the level upstairs. There are many powerful tomes here in these lower levels they could be searching for all kinds of secrets mm. mm-hmm. so what will you do now I will need to take stock and see what has been taken mm-hmm. All right. yes, it's going to be a bit of a clean up effort I'm afraid I don't know things may have escalated a little while you were unconscious I'm afraid oh what do you mm. mean? Well, one of the floors was full of water. Um, magical water, uh, that, fortunately. That is, like, concerning immediately. The look of, of, of sheer yeah. panic runs through his face. I think it was magically conjured, mm-hmm. though. So I think once the water receded, um, any effects it may have had on the books probably went away. I was instantly dry. They're a bit jumbled, so they might need reprogramming. Uh, reprogramming? <laughs> they might need reshelving. What am I doing? Ah, okay. Um, Not so bad. Mm. If there's anything we can do to help, I'm sure, you know, many hands make light work. Yes. I'm happy to come in and give you a hand. The library sometimes need many good volunteers. Looks at Nora and Michael, who, like, Gore is, is kind of holding them both up. <laughs> is Nora still looking a bit rough? Yes, she's, she is looking a bit rough still. All right, I will also cast Cure Wounds on Nora. Oh, unfortunately gets four points, but it's, it's something. Uh, better than nothing. <laughs> she looks at you. Th- thank you. Uh, Harold, was it? Uh, yes. I, I see you and Potentia have met, and I look pointedly over Potentia. Potentia at this point is, is doing magic over yep. the side of the room. Have you two known um, each other long? Not paying attention at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. We met just after orientation, actually. I assume uh, our little adventure early in the week was your doing. I can't say that I know what you're talking about. I see. Well? You can make a check for that if you would like. I will make an insight check, yes. Natural 20! Okay. <laughs> yes! Yes, you know that she's lying. I will say, I will, I will, Great. I won't press it though, but I'll give her a knowing look as if to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, Potentia 
has finished her ritual, she has done her magic on this arm and headed over to Weather Tabaxi and the golem disappeared. It's strange. There are like wisps of conjuration magic here. Like something left over, but you can't place it. It's and whatever it is, it's uh, unusual to you. Okay. Conjuration is an odd one for that to be, but aside from like that there's one thing that it can be, which sucks <laughs> that I can think of anyway. Mm. Burnham will say, I will need to take some time and shore up the library's defenses. I am surprised that mm. they were able to get in. Yeah, particularly without library cards. Well, I must say, your policy on handing out library cards is uh, perhaps a little lax, but... Uh, <laughs> but they came in without one. They did. They did. That's true. Which shouldn't have been allowed, because remember, we got stopped and we had to show our library cards to get in. We did. That's true. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, they shouldn't have been able to get in at all. I will need to think on this before I make any claims on who I think could have been involved. Hmm. Well, make sure you keep us in the loop if you need some help, and I'm really glad you guys are okay. Why don't we discuss what you know as we make our way out of the library? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thus begins your your journey back up the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do we get out of the um, 350-foot drop? God, I'm hoping someone has fly or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we are with Bonin, the librarian, who knows yeah. his way around the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in fact, actually, when Bonin gets to uh, that floor, which is just a gap, he goes, ah, well, this was not here when we came down. Yeah, there was a giant scorpion at the bottom. I feel like it might have something to do with it. Mm. Can you get us out of here, Bonin? Nora, how much do you trust these people? Oh, uh, well, I haven't known them long. I just look at Nora just being like, it, with that sort of society, come on. Mm. like I haven't known them long, but they, they seem quite resourceful. Gore steps forward. I like them. They are good people. I like you too, Gore. Nora looks back at Bonin. If Gore likes them, they, they have to be decent. Okay, then. Or very good at barbarian chess. <laughs> Follow me. It is probably best if we hold hands while we do this. And Bonin begins to walk through the library in a way that seems random at first but there's definitely some kind of method to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And as he walks, you you feel yourself getting like pulled along by the person in front of you. You almost get lost in these shelves of books until you find yourself up on the top level of this sub-library. Huh. Well, that's a neat trick. Cool. Ah, well, you'll see. All libraries are simply reflections of the great library of Mystera. And if one knows how to navigate one library, you can find your way through any selection of books. Nice. I will definitely be coming to talk to you when I have to find those weird books that Professor Piedmont has got me looking for. Yes, of course. And Gloop, the index, well... Once everything is sorted, 
He will know where everything is. Oh, fantastic. Can I can I take uh, snakes of the jungle out of my bag and hand it back to Bonin, please? Because I'm not stealing a library book. Mm. As you hand it to Bonin, um, you see it like wriggle and then settle down completely in his hands. Ah, oh, yes, an excellent book. First edition, I believe. I will make sure it is returned. Yes. Correctly. Good yes, plan. it did used to be a snake hmm. when we first met it. It was a kind of fun time. How long have we been down here? Well, we only got the message a few hours ago, but um, I'm not quite sure. Maybe six or seven hours? Ah, mm, that would explain why I'm so hungry. Mm. Uh, and with that, you travel upstairs and out of the library to what is now a very picturesque sunset stretching now that you are no longer confined to deep underground and being able to see the sun once again Bonin will say there is much work to be done but that can be done tomorrow I think tonight you should rest and to thank you for rescuing me rescuing us I would like to treat you all Oh. oh, that sounds delightful. Let's go. But um, I feel like maybe Michael and Nora, uh, do you want to maybe go and get checked out by some sort of medical professional? Nora says no. I, I mean, Harold did some good healing. All right. And, you know, Michael is still, like, being propped up by Gore. I I had that, that healing potion that Gore gave me. I'm fine. I could really eat. All this right. is. Alright, let's go. Maybe you guys will find it. Head, head wounds just bleed a lot. That's just a thing. Okay. Alright, you're just concussed. It's totes fine. Mm. Let's go get some food. Can I remark on our wandering towards wherever dinner is going to be that perhaps Gore might choose to invite Heidi along, given it was such a fun game this morning? <laughs> Gore will say, I think she has probably gone home for the day. The event finished some time ago. And besides, I think this is maybe, he turns to, to Michael, just kind of an us thing. I'm, I'm not going to respond to, like, I, my, my, I do not, she does not respond to that at all. It's just more of a like, oh, okay, like, it was just an idea, moving right along. So over dinner, which is a relaxed affair, considering you're all a little tired from the, the events of the day, You've gone out for curry and rice. Mm-hmm. That classic student fair. Classic student mm-hmm. fair. Curry and rice. And, you know, it's it's a, a scene of, of you all sitting around. Harold is... This is something you've, you've eaten many times. Uh, potentially this is interesting and new for, for Meredith. She's never had... Oh, 100%. No. Nah. Um, so she is excitedly eating this new meal. Potentia has... Mm-hmm maybe had this before but not the the local variety street food style yeah yeah Yeah. um gore is is fussing over michael who is still like slightly bleeding from his head (laughs) i will give him one more cure wounds uh eight eight hit points i just go here you go buddy wouldn't want you uh seasoning the food you know what i mean (laughs) that'll that'll stem the bleeding gore and michael share a a butter chicken and some naan bread. Some fantasy naan bread. Fantasy naan bread. <laughs> um, and Nora is in deep conversation with, with Bonin. Eventually, Bonin says, I think I know 
who it may have been. And he, like, leans in. We all lean in. There is a group of people who are opposed to the gathering of knowledge by the public. Mm -hmm. They themselves hoard knowledge and use it to further their own goals. This person, this tabaxi, might be part of that group. Ah. That would make sense. He really didn't want to leave those books. Yes, and he seemed to be talking to somebody, but they obviously weren't there. Which makes me think that he was probably um, under the instruction of somebody else. Hmm. Yes, yes, it is most concerning. And I suspect he left in much the same way that I used to get us out of the lower levels. Oh, Oh. so he understands libraries. You see, that level of understanding a library takes many years of studying as a librarian. That's very concerning. Mm. I mean, it is very easy to get lost in a good book, but to navigate the secret passages of a library takes... It seems strange that uh, a group so opposed to the the, the sort of gathering of public knowledge would have such an extensive knowledge of doing such a thing like that, you know, being a librarian themselves. Two sides of the same coin. Hmm. Not all libraries are public. Something we will think about as we move forward. Hmm. Well, we can keep a beady eye out for any other activity, and um, if we see anything, we'll let you know. Thank you. I appreciate that. And if I need your help once more, well, I know who to contact. Absolutely. Again, I just look over a potential with that sort of, you know, side eye, as if I know you're not telling me things. There is just pure silence from, like, absolutely noticed that it was there, but there's no... No acknowledgement. I'm not breaking that for you. Sorry. (laughs) And Gore is just tucking into that curry. Eventually... The night wraps up, and you all say your goodbyes and head home. Meanwhile, in a library with dark shelves, a tabaxi collapses on the floor. (coughs) I know we have the books. A golem appears behind the tabaxi. (sighs) Well, at least you made it. He removes the mask. Its expression, no longer smiling, now frowning, the cracks disappearing as it becomes pristine once more. The back he looks down at the mask. Fine. We'll do it your way. <laughs> <laughs>